0: James Foy, better known as Keys, is part of the Grammy-winning production duo The Upper Classmen. In the early years of high school, James was making beats and immersing himself in music. His talent did not go unnoticed either, receiving a Grammy nomination before he even graduated from college. How did James get traction so early on in his career? Being talented definitely helps, but if you ask him, it's all about networking. Meeting people and building connections are critical parts to the music industry, and as James' network grew did his success. That all culminated in a Grammy win last year for his work on the Cardi B album Invasion of Privacy. We sat down with James to talk about his journey and get some advice on this episode of Big Break.
1: I was born in Clinton, Maryland, and my father is from Buffalo, so him and my mom, they uh they moved back to Buffalo like when I was like a year old. Yeah, I grew up in Buffalo, New York, went to, you know, high school and everything there, graduated in 2009. After that, um I came to Atlanta in 2010 and I've been here ever since. I came out here for school I ended up going to a school called the Atlanta Institute of Music first it was a one year degree program um, I learned pro tools and logic and everything you know the basic stuff and then I transferred over to the Arts Art Institute of Atlanta I finished up and got my degree there that was very important for my mother she she wanted me to really pursue education I didn't feel like I needed it but Everything worked out, and it it, it definitely was beneficial for me. And so I graduated there, got my bachelor's degree in uh, recording arts, audio production. And yeah, I've just been working ever since. I was working even while I was in school. You know, as far as in the industry, I had a couple of placements while I was in school. Everything just kind of been up from there.
0: You know what I mean? So you were interested in music, uh, you know, kind of as a teenager and going to high school? Yeah 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 so I was um interested in it was more like a hobby though like I was um I was really
1: heavy in sports like football and basketball mm-hmm. and um it was around like my sophomore year junior year year like that summer where I really started to fall in love with music and um senior year I was completely like I
0: knew this is what I wanted to do you know what I mean so so you were playing were you playing around with like pro tools and stuff by that point or just um, kind Oh of was running?
1: Yeah, I was messing around with um, Fruity Loops a little bit back then Mm -hmm. and Reason. And um, my boy had Fruity Loops, so I was messing around on his computer with it. And I I had Reason on my my little laptop. Then we also had like a little 8-track that we used to record. So I was using that and, you know, different keyboards and stuff like that. So it wasn't really until I came to school where I started to really dig deep into the, the programs. You know what I mean?
0: And I assume you're pretty interested in, like, listening to music and kind of figuring it out. And was that, like, was that fun for you, like, picking apart, like, knowing what, you know, what sounds people were using in the tracks and, and kind yeah. of going back and forth?
1: Yeah, yeah, that was super, that was super, um, super cool for me. And it also helped me, even today, just understanding sonics and what sounds to use and what sounds are dated or how to tweak different sounds and everything mm-hmm. like that. You know what I mean?
0: So what Um, were you learning when you were in school, aside from like the basics of of programs and stuff? Like, were you learning like how to how to how the music industry works, how to connect with people, and stuff like that? Yeah, absolutely. We learned,
1: um, you know, a lot about you know publishing and basic contracts and everything like that. That was my first time, really, you know, learning about that stuff. We also learned um, about like film scoring and uh, Hmm. sound design, just a bunch of stuff that I actually took a liking to, and that I still I know how to do because of of school, you know what I mean? Sound design was like really big, you know, just they'll give us a video with no sound to it. We have to create everything mm-hmm. through it, you know what I mean? Just like, you know, you see on commercials or movies or whatever. Just, <clears throat> excuse me, learning how intricate that was and just how every little movement has to have something go with it. Hmm. Very super, um, just cool to me. And I, I still love it to this day. I plan to do it and get into it one day you know me for real for real so
0: yeah yeah i hear that a lot where people you know they're working with the uh, commercial stuff but you know they there's like this fascination with the production world and scoring stuff that's uh it's hard to to get off of yeah it's Mm. amazing it's amazing cool but man that must be you must have like a super head start i mean a lot of people get into the industry or they they get really really good at producing or or doing something and they get like a huge placement and they get big and they had no idea like that they should have a publisher or that they, you know, should read their contracts closely. So that must have been like a huge head start for you.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it was a huge head start. I always, you know, even um when I was in high school, like my ninth or tenth grade, I I wanted to go to school for business. I always was huge on that. And so when it turned into me going, you know, wanting to do music, I always kept that business mindset of, you know, always knowing you know, the business side of things. And I was very intrigued with the music business because it's so, it's amazing. It's great. You know what I mean? I love how business is done in the music. And so I was very big on like learning, you know, points and publishing and splits and, um, you know, credit and um publishing deals and everything like that. And so I got on the ball early, you know what I mean? Um And also... Like while I was in school, my first placement, I didn't get paid for it. So right off the rip, I started learning like the business side. So mm-hmm. I never wanted to go through that again. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's crucial. You gotta have that business business acumen in the industry Absolutely, nowadays. I mean, yeah. every, everyone does. It used to be you could Absolutely. just you could be the creative and, and everyone else could handle the business, but everyone needs mm-hmm. to to have that that knowledge. Absolutely, Absolutely man. Cool. What yeah. kind of placements were you getting in school? So my first place when I
1: got in school was the song called um, Let's Talk featuring Amario. Me and my my partner, Ayo, we did that song. And that was my first placement. So that was like crazy because it was playing. Like I would literally be leaving school and get on the an expressway and it will be on the radio. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And, but nobody at school knew it. Like it wasn't until like some time passed when people like, was like, yo, you did. You know what I mean? I was mm-hmm. just real low key and chill. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, so it was that one and I uh the next one was a song called My Man. It was Rick Ross, Meat Mill, and Rocky Fresh. And um that came out on South Main 3. And that was my second placement. Mm. And then as I was graduating, like my last year, I believe the next one was uh, a song called Wickedest Style. Um it was Sean Paul featuring Iggy Azalea. Uh-huh that got me my first Grammy nomination. So yeah, those are kind of the the three that were, you know, going on while I was in school. Man, how were you getting those? How were were you like? Just networking, man. I would literally, you know, like my, my whole story is like, I I meet somebody, introduce me to somebody, introduce me to somebody, Mm. introduce me to somebody else. You know what I mean? Like, that's like, like, I could literally start from the beginning and say that how I met somebody was through all of these people. And so I just came out here and I didn't know anybody. I just, you know, started meeting people and they started connecting me with other people. And I just got cool. And so, um, yeah, I, I eventually got in touch with uh, Polo to Don um, as far as Deshaun. um Sean Paul record mm-hmm. and me and I worked and that's how that happened. Um, the Mario Let's Talk and um, the, the the Rick Ross, my man record, that happened through Spiff TV. He used to work for MMG and so we uh, did the record. We produced the beat. Um, we had our boy Chris Echoes write something, Top Line to the um, song, which was Amarion, Let's Talk. And we sent it to Spiff because we knew that they were just, they are signing Amarion. And so he got the record. He played it for Amarion. He loved it. And that's how that happened. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. So did you have some tracks in your pocket that you would like, you'd take these people and be like, oh, this would be perfect for for real. Yeah,
1: yeah. I was already working. You know what I mean? I was already, like, I already had a bunch of stuff and was, like, really working on my craft. You know what I mean? Now, at this point, I was just trying to just, you know, make those little chess moves. Yeah, cause I, yeah, we were we were new, so nobody knew who we were, you know what I mean? Who I was, and so just making those connections, you know what I mean? And that's why I tell people all the time, man. As long as the music music is good, and you're doing your homework, that will cut through everything, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm.
0: So. so, you get a Grammy nomination, and you haven't even gotten like your degree yet.
1: <laughs> so. Yeah, that was, that was pretty cool. Yeah. So, like. You know, for us to win this year, like, what, four or five years later is like super crazy. Because yeah. I'm like, yo, I remember when I got my first Grammy knot and I'm still in school. Like, you know what I mean? I'm just going to class. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah literally, when I was in LA that year um, for it, I I was graduating in a couple months. So that was a big year for me. You know what I mean? Because I got a Grammy knot and then I graduated from college. I was just, it was cool. So.
0: Yeah. It's yeah. like something that, that people like build their whole careers up to. It's like, there's yeah, you know six, seven, eight years in the business and they haven't gotten a Grammy nomination yet. So you're just, exactly. cool, absolutely. Man. so what happens, yeah. what happens after you graduate from school and you're kind of out in the real world and you're, you're ready to, to really hit the, the grindstone. Yeah. So, I'm I'm out in the real world. Um,
1: I start just again, just, um, you know, we say, you know, just network, network, and that's such a broad and like, cliche statement but it's like it's so much like networking can bring you you know what I mean and if you just connect with the right people you just need them and you don't force relationships a lot of relationships I had you know I just let just kind of do do their thing you know what I mean and so those relationships um and the people that I met um, it allowed me like to go to um I was in Korea for a week at SM Entertainment, and I was in Japan for a week working on, like, uh, J-pop music. Uh, And then I was, you know, just getting in the studio with different people, and then, like, all these opportunities just started coming out of nowhere. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And um, so, what was that, 2015? So, yeah, after that, we um, got close with Bryson Tiller. Mm Mm-hmm. Ended up having a song on his project um, called Open Interlude. After that, we had um, another song with Amarion that he put on his mixtape. After that, we had another song with Fab. Um, he put on his mixtape. Um, then we had a song with uh, Monica that she put on her album. Then it's a song that we did with Bryson that he didn't keep for himself, but he gave to Chris Brown. And that been, ended up being on his album. And um, that song is called Proof. So the year was just crazy for me. That was like the best years of my life, literally after I graduated. Like, yeah, it's like this, that year and this year, it's been crazy. Um, But out the gate for me to just kind of finish school and do my thing, like that was a super incredible year. And so from then, it's literally just been up from there.
0: I think a lot of people, they hear like networking's key, but like they don't really know like where to start. Right. Maybe they're sitting in Buffalo and like, there's not a lot of music around them, not in Atlanta or LA or New York. Right. Right. Are you like DMing people and just saying like, yo, let's connect. Let's, let's, you know, produce something together. Or are right. you like going yeah. out to, to clubs and meeting people there? Or like, what's uh, a, yeah, yeah, yeah. how do you start? I guess it's a so, question. Me first
1: starting, I first started networking like in school. Mm-hmm. So, so there was this guy named um, Emmanuel that I met that knew a guy named Brian who, was like a musical director for like Sierra and Rick Ross and everything like that. Brian's guy was a guy named, um, Benny Blanco. And Benny Blanco was a songwriter and producer. Actually, Benny Blanco. I'm not sure if you are familiar uh, with the song, the get up now that's out the country song. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's him. So I, um, he introduced me to him back then and so, you know, Benny was like, yo, I'm working on a bunch of stuff and everything like that. And so, um, uh, we started connecting and working, you know, like on Sierra and Lloyd. And so then he introduced me to his big homie named Jasper. Jasper has written hits for Christina Aguilera and Sierra and Chris Brown and list goes on. So I linked up with him. So it was just like, literally me just meeting people when I'm introducing me to other people and everything like that. Also, uh, what I used to do was I used to go to all of the indus- industry events, mm-hmm. like, anything that was going on, I was there. So like, you know, people, even when I go back home to speak, you know, like a place like Buffalo, like you said, it's not a lot going on, but you have to be willing to travel. You know what I mean? And get to these people. Mm. Um, if they're not in your city, you have to, you know, hit these conferences and hit these, you know, cause you're going to meet people. You could network. You never know where those relationships can lead you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I literally would go and, excuse me, I would go to these industry events and BMI would be throwing something or Cat would be throwing something or whoever. It didn't matter. I was there. You know what I'm saying? And I was meeting people and, I, you know, the industry is small, so, especially in Atlanta, so you start going places, you start, start seeing a lot of the same people. Mm. You know what I mean? And it's like, yo, what's up, man? I met you, you know, a couple months ago at the BMI event, man. Good to see you again. Oh, what's up, buddy? Yeah, yeah. You know, let's connect. You know, it, it's just that simple. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, I think that's a good place to start, man. It's just like really being in tune with what's going on in the culture and the music business and being there. And that's literally, you know, how you can help your career go to the next level. Makes sense. Just surround
0: yourself with it and and have it flow from there. Absolutely. Cool. So what happens after uh, 2015? You kind of have this like this crazy year. You get a Grammy nom and it's like, all right, what's what's next? 2016 was like a
1: slow year. Yeah, hmm. we had like we had like a bunch of records that came out like in that fourth quarter, and then two thousand six of, of two thousand fifteen, and then two thousand sixteen was like slow. I remember like maybe one song, maybe coming out, maybe two, and then two thousand seventeen, it picked back up again. We had records on another record on Bryson Tillers album. Then we ended up having two on Chris Brown's Heartbreaking on Full Moon album. And then it was a couple other records um, that came out. Oh, Wiz Khalifa, Something New, came out that year as well, featuring Ty Dolla Sign. Mm-hmm. Um, so I started moving again, you know what I mean? And, you know, of course, I'm just doing my thing. And, I'm you know, you never stop. you you got to keep working. You know what I mean? Even after, like, that 2015 fourth quarter and 2016, it was getting slow. You know, it could get discouraging for sure. But I just mm-hmm. kept working working, kept working, kept, you know, making these moves, kept, you know, going to events, and um, I went on tour with a uh, buddy of mine named LA. Kept going to LA, working in these studios, going to New York, Miami, just moving around. You know what I mean? Yeah. 2017, I went on tour with Kid Ink and my buddy, Burst Simmons. Um, We did a European tour, so I was over there for like a month and a half, and that just brought so much inspiration and so much creativity. I'm in Paris, and Warsaw, Poland and Czech Republic and just all type of crazy places and uh, just working, man. You know what I mean? Got my laptop, got my equipment and just cranking out beats and sending them out to all these relationships that I've created over the course I was of time that I was in school and now, you know what I mean? So yeah, yeah that, that's kind of how that happened. Um, and then 2018 which last year. We had a great year. A lot of records came out. Still just continue to do the same thing in the studio day and night. Ended up landing one on Cardi B's debut album, a song called Bakinghead, which just helped the entire year of 2018. Yeah, we got Grammy nominated again. We got Grammy Grammy nominated twice for her album. It got Best Rap Album, and it got uh, Album of the Year. And so then, excuse me, top of this year, Grammys hit. We ended up winning Best Rap Album. And that's crazy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so uh, now, you know, we keep working, keep going crazy. And this summer, well, I say between, like, uh, March or um, April to now, we've had at least, like, 15 placements uh, that have came out, you know, so it's been a bless, a blessing.
0: Yeah. 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 working, working definitely. Uh, you got to, <laughs> there's a lot of records coming out that I see uh, you and uh, both AO's name on there. And it's like, yeah, you know, these guys are, are definitely grinding. Yeah. So did you guys get affiliated with like a, a record label or like a publisher after kind of like that initial success at all? Or are you still just kind of like, like
1: independent? So what I ended up doing was I, um, AO and myself, we always said we wanted to do, it was kind of a, the decision that we made at the time, if I can go back, I think I would do it a little differently. Mm. Uh, but, you know, the future is still bright, so we might make some changes to that. But we said we would go with different publishers just so we can even though we're a unit, we would just have different opportunities to bring to the table. Mm. So, you know, I ended up doing a publishing situation and then he ended up doing a publishing situation. This was like, I want to say like 2016. And, um, yeah, you know, Publisher deals, they're, they're, they're publisher deals, um, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And uh, you know it helped us to be comfortable and, 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 and be able to really focus on our work and really take everything to the next level. And so we really got really aff- uh, closely affiliated with Atlantic Records as well because we had a lot of records coming out of their label. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of our
0: situation, you know what I mean? As a growing artist or songwriter, keeping royalties coming in is important for keeping the bills paid. It's also important to keep an eye on those royalty payments. A lot of people we worked with here at Royalty Exchange were having a tough time making sense of the royalties that were getting paid. So, we built a free tool called Know Your Worth that automatically analyzes every royalty payment made on your music. It breaks it all down in an easy-to-understand analysis with some insights that would be impossible to find elsewhere. Plus, it connects you with the thousands of investors on Royalty Exchange and allows them to make you offers on your music. So far, musicians have raised over a million dollars for new projects, new ventures, and a whole lot of other things just through the Know Your Worth app. If you're earning royalties, you should be keeping track of them, and Know Your Worth makes it easy. It only takes about three minutes to connect an account, and the tool will automatically update over time. Just visit worth.royaltyexchange.com or find the link in the show notes to get started. Now, let's get back to the interview. That's interesting. I haven't heard, uh, you know, kind of that division of labor or, you know, like two different publishing deals for like a kind of a, I guess maybe not a duo, but like, uh, you know, like guys who work together a lot. Yeah, for sure. It was just something that we
1: came up with. Like, yo, you think we should go like the same, the same publisher? Or you think I'm like, you know, we do everything together anyway. So like, why would I go over here and you go over here and you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's it just kind of all work together. And, you know, Everybody knows we're a team, so aO's publishing company, we ended up doing a joint venture deal with them with our with our company, our label the upper class music group, and now we're able to sign writers and producers. you know what I mean so everything kind of
0: just worked out. you know what I mean mm-hmm. that's cool so like so are you like actively looking for other writers and producers to start working with right now? We signed
1: four producers
0: as of now. Um, we just
1: cleared the paperwork for a songwriter that's based out of Africa. Mm. Um, she's moving back here in the States. She went to school here, but she's from Africa. and She's moving back here as soon as we get this bill done. So we have four producers and one writer. And three of them are signed to our JV. Um, we're going to get the other guy signed over there soon. But yeah, we're we're looking. You know what I mean? I mean, right now the roster is is is, is, is right where we kind of want it. But you know, we're looking for like maybe one or two special people hmm. to add to the roster. Since we've signed, um, since we signed them, like the writer, her name is Zeke. Um, she's been able to uh, get a placement with us with Fiona Taylor's new album. Uh, two of our other producers had a song on Chris Brown's last album, so we're moving them around and getting them work. You know what I mean? So you know, to make sure everybody's happy and make sure, you know, everything is moving away. Uh, it should be, you know, the roster is, is kind of good right where it is right now, but we are looking for like maybe one or two more people to kind of, okay. you know, help and, you know, get them to where they want to go.
0: What's that like, uh, kind of like changing up how your work goes where it, Like you're, you're looking for both other creative people and trying to manage that, but also trying to manage your own um, yeah, man,
1: work. Yeah. It's a lot. It's a lot of time because we have that and we have an artist by the name of Asia Grant. So kind of being a producer and, we, you know, we still, you know, we got a lot of placements, but we don't feel like we've had our moment just yet. Like that huge record, you know what I mean? So even though we're on a, on a we're on a chase to get that, mm-hmm. uh, it could be a lot while you're trying to be creative and do that. And then, you know, Having these young people who are dependent on you as well—it's it's definitely a lot. But what you have to do is—I always wanted to be that CEO guy. I always wanted to be that boss guy, and I also understand transitioning. I also understand that I may not be able to produce forever. You know what I mean? Um, just because of you know, it changes. New guys are coming up. As a 14-year-old in his room right now, who's going to be a beast in 10 years. You know what I mean? 10 years from now, I'm going to be almost 40 years old. So I get it. You know what I mean? You got to kind of gotta transition with the time. So I always want to put myself in position to be ready for that. But the important part of it is building a team. You know, I have a team full of a and I have a team full of, um, like, managers who manage um, our creatives. Um, I have a, a person who does uh, Marketing. And we, we got a, a, a great little like thing going on, you know what I'm saying? And it helps me you and know, AO to kind of really just do what we need to do and still be able to be creative at the same time.
0: Yeah. So are you like modeling this kind of organization you're building after anything that you've uh, you've seen, like any other business or any other? Uh... Yeah, yeah. Like I'm very inspired by QC, very
1: inspired by like cash money, mm-hmm. uh, very inspired by like... Uh, um. Drake, um, what's his OVO, his OVO. They're inspired by you know um, a lot of my executive friends who have um, JVs with these labels, or, you know, who have their own labels but have joint ventures with the major labels and just you know people uh, 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 labels that you may not be um, familiar with, but I know these people and I see what they have going on. and I see how they're moving. I see how they're pushing their artists and the producers and everything. You know what I mean. Uh, that's who I m- model after. You know what I mean, and who I look up to, mm. and, and would like to be like. You know what I mean. And I think uh, we're we're gonna get there for sure. You know what I'm saying.
0: So. Yeah, I mean, you got the Grammy win under your belt, so uh, you know, there's yeah. definitely some some uh, street cred there to be had. Absolutely, Absolutely yeah. <laughs> cool. Tell tell me about your uh, relationship with Ao and kind of like how that how that uh, I mean, you guys met obviously in Atlanta. Um, but how do you guys like work together? Um, do you Mm -hmm. think that's like really been beneficial? Like, would your career be uh, really different if you'd never met him? Like, yeah, um, I think,
1: well, you know, me and AO, we met, um, through a mutual friend at the time, somebody we were both cool with and, um, you know, he brought AO to Atlanta to come, um, they both wanted to take a trip from Orlando to Atlanta and you know, kinda kick it for the weekend. And um this was back in like two thousand and two thousand ten. It was like right when I moved to Atlanta. So I was I didn't know what to do or, you know, I was just meeting people. So it's cool to meet, you know, new people and we just hit it off. You know what I mean? And we just that's been my, my best friend and my brother since. And so um how we work is, you know, we just send ideas, you know back and forth through the internet or on FaceTime or like, oh, I'm working on this, you know, I'm working on this, you know, send so that to me, let me add this to that. I mean, you know what I mean? And we just, we just have this kind of just connection and glue that just makes it work. Mm. You know what I mean? Because we're equally talented. I mean, there's a lot of great things that AO does that, you know, I can't do. It's a lot of things I, I do that, you know, it just works hand in hand. So we just kind of put all that in the pot. And we, we 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 make it work, and the thing about it too is like if you look at a lot of these credits and everything like that, and we kind of realized this like back when when people weren't really collaborating, like everybody who's working on stuff like it's like three or four producers on them, like on every song. Oh. So we saw that early, like yo, we might as well just do this together. You know what I mean? So I definitely feel like my career would be different if I didn't have him. Mm. You know what I mean? Because we push each other daily, just not with music, just with life. You know what I mean? And, like, even just on a personal level, like, you know, I think everything would be different if I didn't have somebody who was, like, me, holding me accountable of how I do business and how I hold myself and, uh, you know, my work ethic and everything like that. And I do the same for him as well. So
0: it's pretty cool. Yeah, it's important to have someone to have him there to – like you say, hold yourself accountable or, um, simply just like bounce ideas off of, or yeah, it sounds like kind of like the, what's the saying where it's the sum is, or the you two are like greater than the sum of the separate parts
1: or
0: I I just butchered that, but, uh, you know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) Right. I get it. It's it's a fact. Yeah. Cool. So like, I mean, kind of going back, like you, you have this, you got like Grammy nomination, in school was there ever a time where you're like um maybe I won't be able to make a career out of this and I'll just go get a job doing something else like accounting or something <laughs> was there ever that for you
1: yeah man it's um I hit, a, I hit a really dark place um and I look back at it man and I laugh because you know I, I, I'm now up when I do interviews or panels and everything like that and I tell people uh, to trust the process. And when I look back on something, like, I, you know, you can lose sight of that. And I had a moment of that. Like, it was like around, it was right before our first placement uh, with uh, Let's Talk, well, my first placement. Mm-hmm. And I had finished that Atlanta Institute of Music. Remember I said that was a year school. So I finished that and I was ch- I was in. Um, I was getting ready to transition over to the Art Institute of Atlanta, and you know I was broke. I didn't have no money and everything like that. And so I'm like, you know what? I'm not gonna go to school right away. I'm not gonna start the Art Institute of Atlanta right away. I'm gonna get a little job and trying to get some money. You know what I mean? And kind of you know help out because I'm like I'm dead broke. So. I go and um, apply at Comcast. So I'm literally working there. I got the job. I'm working there from like September to um, (laughs) the top of November. I've never been able to hold a job more than like a month or two. Like it's crazy. Mm -hmm. So I end up working at Comcast. I'm calling people, trying to get them to upgrade their service and bundle the TV and, 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 and phone and internet. And so I remember I was at work one day and it just kind of hit me like, man, is this ever going to work? You know what I mean? Yeah. And so I quit and Thanksgiving was like the next week or two and I went home and I was just down, man. So I was like, I told my mom and my, my dad, like, I'm going to stay here for a couple months. So I stayed in Buffalo from November to almost February, right before my birthday, Cause I was just, I just, I just hit a dark place. You know what I mean? I hit, uh, I hit a place. So I'm like, man, I don't know if I have what it takes. And so, yeah, I'm at home in Buffalo and it was like, I think maybe like the top of, I think it was like right after new year hit. And, uh our boy Chris Echo is a songwriter. We get an email and he sends back the reference to let's talk. Hmm. And I'm listening to this, man. I'm like, this is amazing. Like, I could do this. You know what I mean? Like, mind you, it hadn't been placed nowhere. It was just a reference. But me hearing the reference, I was like, wow. And I kid you not, two months later, it got placed. Huh. So, you know, I went. After I heard that reference, I'm like, it, it kind of just got me back to where I needed He said that song and, like, two others. They were all crazy. And so I was like, okay, let's go. I'm ready to go back to Atlanta. Get back to work. I started school as soon as I got back, and then like a month later, the song came out. So it's kind of crazy. So I, I just tell people, man, it's trust the process, man. Like we all, you know, I get it. We're human. We're you know, and you know, it can seem like there isn't light at the end of the tunnel, but just trust the process. You know what I mean? And when I look back on it, literally, I had a lot of fun in that space too. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm.
0: So yeah. Man, everyone everyone has that, that story though where it's like, um, especially in this industry, it seems like just like this daunting, looming like wall that you're never gonna be able to get over of like Right. You know, I could I could make I can make a record, I can make beats for the next ten years, but like if one doesn't get placed, it's gonna all be worthless and like um, Right. You know, everyone I, I think everyone gets in that space, especially in this business. Yeah,
1: um Absolutely. You know, especially <coughs> excuse me, because we're not You know, as creative producers and songwriters, we don't get paid for our time. You know what I mean? Like, we don't get paid for, like, at that point, I was working and I was making five beats a day. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I did not get paid for any of those. You know what I mean? You're just putting in the work just to keep going and and hopefully something happens and, you know, you're getting better each beat, each song. But we don't get paid for that time. So, you know, it it can really hit you. You know what I mean? Like, am I wasting my time? Like, you know what I mean? But you're not you got to just keep going. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah,
0: definitely. So, yeah. Yeah, it seems like success is just like a light switch away, but sometimes it's like that, that light switch is going to be hard to find or hard to flip. But, uh, yeah. yeah, I think that's you're totally right on with just trust the process. and
1: yeah. yeah, man. It's like, you know, I mean, it's a little different when you look at sports because they're actually getting paid for their time. But a lot of people, man, like winning a championship is like the most important thing. They could care less about the money. You know what I'm saying? So you see these guys in the NBA who have been, you know, injured or, you know, been out for a year or two or been traded to five or 16. And then they finally, you know, 10, 12 years later, they finally win a championship. Like, you know, like that's the moment that you went. That's why you went through all this. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So you got to trust the process. Hmm.
0: Sure. Yeah. Something else you said it's pretty interesting is um, how musicians don't necessarily get paid for their time. You know they get paid Mm -hmm. for their success. Like how is how good is this song done, and how many people have listened to this? Um, Right. It's like it's a blessing and a curse, right? Because if you're really good at what you do and you're, you know, you can produce that those albums that that sell, it's like you know you're you're killing it. But like at the same time, a lot of people are getting the short end of the stick where they're working a lot and you know not getting seeing a lot of income for that. And it's like, you know, it's kind of a vicious cycle in that way, right? absolutely
1: it is it is but at the same time you know i tell people all the time too is like of course you would love to get paid for your time but i have such a passion for music that if i wasn't getting paid for it like at all i still would be doing it you know what, <laughs> what i mean so that's kind of where you gotta like kind of see like why you're really doing it you know what i mean like is this your passion is, this your, is this your goal for real for real like you know what I mean? if that's the case then you're going to, you're going to like reap the benefits of it at some point in time. But you know, on the same tip, I I wish, I wish every time (laughs) I step in the studio, I could clock my hours and get a check at the, at the end of the week. I wish it was like that sometimes too, but it's not. And it's kind of, you know, it kind of, you know, it's like, ah, but if, if it fuels you as well, you know what I mean? It makes you go higher so that you can get these placements and everything like that. You know what I mean? Definitely. Uh, yeah. So it's, 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 you know, it goes hand in hand, man. You know what I'm
0: saying? Yeah. And then once you get that success, it seems like the, you know, the, the, the tail is, is so long, you know, once the song's out there and it's earning it, it listen or people are listening to it. It's uh, it all builds, right? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So sure oh, Is that something, is that something you kind of like discuss with people that you're, you're bringing into your, your business, like these new writers and producers, like, um, or, yeah. or do they kind of have that? They already know like how that works, or is that something that you you talk to them about? As far as like just the the, the, the business and like trusting the yeah, process yeah. and working exactly,
1: yeah, yeah. All my guys are fully aware of that, and I let them know like, you know, you guys might have the cheat code. You know what I mean? When I, when we were coming out, me and hey, AO, we didn't have people that were helping us. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we didn't have people who actually looked out for us and actually put us in contact with lawyers and, and got the lawyers on the phone with you to go over your contract and make sure you're comfortable with it. We didn't have all that. You know what I mean? So you guys have the cheat code, and like, you know, like easier route than we ever had. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And so with that, they're very appreciative and they understand, like, nothing happens overnight. Uh, I've just been happy that we've been able to put some money in their pockets in such a short amount of time since they've been with us. You know what I'm saying? But they're they're cooking up and working nonstop. You know, it reminds me when I was, you know, their age. I'm 28 now, but, you know, um, when I was 21, 22, 23, I see myself in them and how hard they work and just, you know, them, like, really just trusting the process. That's what we preach. Like, listen, man, you can't force anything. You can't make anything happen in this industry. Like I said, you can't go to the studio, clock in and get paid here. Like, you just can't. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, but work, one song can change in life. You know what I mean? So uh, yeah, they're very, very aware of that
0: and they, they practice it daily. Mm-hmm. So. That's good. And it's good they have the cheat code yeah. too. That's I'm sure that's super useful for for young writers, um, and producers Absolutely. and stuff. Cool. Absolutely. So aside from like, you know, kinda of building out that team and um what's what's coming up for you guys in the next couple of years?
1: Yeah, so I'm super excited just about our label, our producers our artists, you know uh, like I said, we locked in the joint Venture Publishing deal Nexus, the joint Venture label deal uh, you know, for our our company, again adding more producers and writers to our, what we have going on um, we also, of course the music is like the most important thing, so we're working on new projects, new acts, um, you know already, the already big acts um, new placements are coming out, even this fourth quarter we have hopefully like maybe four songs on Tiana Taylor's new album, so that's gonna be great. also we've been transitioning and uh me personally I just well a o he just bought a house he built a house from the ground up uh, we just got engaged. you know what I mean, so we're like that's kind of the space of life in right now we get older. And getting married, and it's crazy. So, yeah, he just his house is gonna be done in like two weeks. It's beautiful, too. Like, from a new build house, huge. I'm super proud of him. Uh, I recently just started investing in real estate. So, uh, I did a new build house, and um, it should be going on the market. We've been building it for like the last three or four months, and um, that should be going on the market in the next like month. To be sold, so I'm very, um, very just excited about this stage of investing in the real estate and the property. Yeah, in diversifying day. your income a little bit, absolutely. Um, also, um, got into like the, the tech world and like um, the cryptocurrency stuff. And I have a buddy who has a company, I did some investing in that. And so, that's kind of just what we're on, man. Just you know, get this music and just kind of just pushing it out and uh, you know, investing and. and just real life stuff, you know. Like I said, AOS—he's getting married in April of like next year. So, you know, it's time to settle down, have some kids and you know and, and do that. You know, people like they get lost, like you still you can still have a life like doing this music stuff. Like that's the one thing I tell people, like, don't get so caught up in um being successful that you miss out on life. Even when we were broke, we still have fun. You <laughs> yeah. know what I mean? So we all always knew what values were important to us, even when we didn't have anything. So, you know, that's kind of what we're all right now. I think that's what like the next year or two looks like for us, and after
0: that, we'll see. Yeah, man. I, I mean, just listening to you talk for the last uh, forty minutes or so, it's like I'm I'm sure it's all going to be a success because it seems like you're uh, you're definitely tied in and, and got all your yeah everything in the right place yeah I appreciate that man. I appreciate that It's been a long journey, but
1: you know it's it's worked out we're still we're still going like i said we we still feel like we we haven't had that moment yet
0: you know what I mean so we're still working to hmm. But it, you know? it might be a hard question to answer, but what do you think that that moment will be where it's like you can breathe and be like, oh man, this is we're we're done or uh, you know that's it <laughs> yeah
1: I feel like uh I would be happy with a uh, number one. Hot one hundred. Okay. Yeah. I'll be I'll be happy with that. Um, I'll be extremely happy with that. We've had like a like a number one urban like AC record. Um but that's not hot one hundred, right. you know what I mean? We got a lot of placements and you know, you know, it's it's crazy, it's funny because you know, that moment back in the day was like, I just wanna have my song on mm-hmm. the radio. You know what I mean? But now it's like we got like four or five, six songs playing on the radio at once. So you kind of just evolve and, and go to the next, you know, go to the next level. And it's like now it's kind of like, okay, we got to, I think like that hot 100 record and number one, um, I'll be even, even a top 10, I'd be cool with, you know what I mean? <laughs> hey man, I, th- I think 10. you can make it work. Yeah. 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 Top 10. So, you know, I feel like it's coming. A lot of people around this, you know, the thing about it too, man, is like, we've, like you said, a lot of producers, like, they'll come in the game and i will have, like, one, two, maybe three hot records, and then they'll just fall off or die off if you never really hear from them you know, again. And, you know, that's we've, – we've been so scared of that. We've always wanted to be consistent. We've always wanted to be those guys where every quarter you kind of hear something mm-hmm. that we got coming out. So I think that's kind of why it's kind of taking us a little more time for us to get to that moment or our moment we feel like. but you know. Everybody's process is different. Everybody's story is different. We're we enjoying ours, and um, we're gonna keep it going.
0: Cool, man. Well, I appreciate the uh, appreciate the time. I think there's a it's a cool story, and I'm I'm glad you could tell it.
1: Yes, I appreciate you guys for having me, man. Uh, I, I, I'm I appreciate it.
0: Thanks for listening to this episode. You can follow James on Instagram and Twitter to see all about his new releases coming out. And keep up with his career. You can also follow this podcast by subscribing. You get a new episode in your podcast feed every Tuesday morning. Thanks again for listening. Take care, and we'll see you next Tuesday.